right, guys, we know you love the Chargers, but you also probably love saving money, too. And Mercury Insurance can help you with that because Chargers fans save an average of $769 with Mercury. That'll get you great seats for the next game and jerseys for the whole family, too. So what are you waiting for? Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com to see how much you could save. It only takes a few minutes to switch, and it could save you a lot of money. Don't wait. Get a quote today at mercuryinsurance.com. Savings info based on 2019 California Department of Insurance Rate Comparison Profile 38A. Individual savings may vary. What's up, guys? Welcome to the final drive presented by Mercury Insurance. Chargers lose to the Texans 27-20, dropping a 1-2 and two on the season. Here with Haley Elwood and ESPN's Eric Williams. And guys, we did this last week. Uh, a lot of mistakes and not a lot of points in the second half. Chargers outscored 20-3 to in the second half today. Uh, another tough loss. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked kind of a, a repeat of what we saw last week in terms of the penalties and mistakes. That led to points for the Texans through three games. You know, we kind of talked about this before. Uh, 45 and 16, if you count the overtime, that they've been outscored in the second half. So I think that's really, really where it starts. You know, what's happening at halftime that they're not coming out uh, in the opening of the second half with a sense of urgency and kind of building on the momentum they've established in the first half. Um, and it's just it's out of character from what we've seen from this team previously in the previous years. You know, they were able to to close out games, and if they had a lead, they would extend the lead. And, and now we're not seeing them make the plays that they need to make um, in order to extend leads and, and have more of a cushion in the second half. That's kind of the hard part, I think, too, with coming to terms with losses like this is, you know, head coach Anthony Lynn and Philip Rivers had said, obviously, continuity doesn't necessarily carry over, but culture does. Mm -hmm. But it feels like there's just a little bit of a shift right now where something's just not clicking. Yeah, it's off a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And, Yeah. and, And sometimes that can be hard because as a coach, you're like, well, can't really place your finger on Mm -hmm. exactly what it is because it's not really tangible but it is a feeling that you're not playing the same that you were previously and it's and it's hard to kind of replicate the way you were playing that you know that that 12 and 4 season is those are hard to come by yeah (laughs) you know those are special it's not easy to go out there and just you know dial it up again and by the way eric they were one and two last year they were at 12 and four seasons they they lost to the first three albeit to the Rams and the Chiefs. Yeah, that felt a little different because you knew the Rams and Chiefs were really good. And that's not taking anything away from the Texans and the Lions. I think the Lions beat the Eagles today. They, they, did. they finished that off. So, I mean, that's, that's a decent team. Um, but it, it feels a little different because it just felt like in both of these games that they lost, they were really in control of the games. And, mm-hmm. and you felt like they should have just put them away and they weren't they weren't able to do it um and that's what good teams do they 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 win these games they they put them away and then they move on to the next one so miami that's that's like a good thing right (laughs) you you would listen miami has struggled mightily the first three weeks of the season so the chargers can finish the first quarter of the 2019 season two and two with a win in miami i think if you talk positives how about keenan allen 182 yards, two yeah. touchdowns, 13 catches. I think catches. it was career high, 183 was, yeah. receiving yards, 17 targets. Um, I kind of talked about this early on. I just felt like with Hunter Henry going down, I just thought Phillip was just going to feed Keenan even more because not only is he going to run those routes on the outside, but you know you're going to push him on the inside and he's going to run those crossers that he's so effective on getting open, creating separation, run after the catch. In critical moments when Phillip needed a play, I mean, he was looking for 13 and more times than not, 13 was, was coming through for, for him. So 
Um, but somebody else has to come in, right? It can't just be all Keenan. Right. Um, and that's the thing. I mean, Mike Williams, three of seven for 45. Yeah. And he's still dealing with the knee and he's yeah. not fully healthy. Yeah. But yeah, somebody else has to kind of help, you know, carry the load. It just can't be Keenan every time in the mm-hmm. past game. And then maybe Austin Eckler and, and some of the running backs. And you see Phil, you know, trying to get others involved. You know, unfortunately, uh, Benjamin wasn't able to cut, come down with that catch. Yeah. That would have been a touchdown had he held on to it. That was actually back-to-back drops. He dropped one, and then Colkin dropped one on the next down. Um, so, But somebody has, else has to kind of step in to help fill that void. Um, so so Keenan uh, isn't taxed at the end of the season. Yeah, he had 17 targets, too. Yeah. So 13 catches on 17 targets. And, Haley, to your point, you know, Mike Williams, 45 yards. Austin Eckler, 45 yards. Everybody else, 4, 5, 23, 13. So in terms of spreading the ball around, listen, if you want to get the ball to Keenan Allen and you're Phillip Rivers, go for it. Yeah. If he's open, why not? But at the same time, you have Mike Williams on that team for a reason, and, and some of these other wide receivers and tight ends got to step up at different spots. Dontrell's made plays in the past for yes. Phillip, and he made a play today. Um, so maybe you figure out ways to get him a little more involved. Well, and also I think finding balance, too, in your offense. Yeah, finding balance. Yeah, 293 yards passing, but 73 on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, it's hard. The, the way they run their offense is they use those short passes to mm-hmm. the running backs as extended handoffs, but you're right. You would like to see a little bit more, uh, you know, yardage in terms of the ground game and more balance offensively. Maybe that would make them a little harder to defend. Deshaun Watson was only sacked twice today, and he was sacked 10 times for the first two weeks of the season, sacked 62 times last year. Seems like he should have been sacked four or five more times. He escaped. Yeah. He was like Houdini. He, he really was. The way he was um, able to escape those situations, he was impressive watching him in person move around, um, accurate with the football, mm-hmm. always kind of kept his eyes downfield. But when they needed him to make a play with his feet, he was able to do that well as well and, and uh, extend drives by by getting first downs by, by running. Um, and then, you know, we saw J.J. Uh, Watt come alive. I don't think he had a sack coming in. Of course, he gets a couple sacks here, um, and he was, you know, in the backfield, it seemed like a if lot. If I'm not mistaken, I think last week he got shut out completely on everything. Is that think, right? I don't think Did, he had didn't a, get a stat think, at all. Yeah, yeah, I think he was without a stat. Rushing defense, if, if you want a positive for the yeah. Chargers, mm-hmm. Carlos Hyde, 19 yards. Uh, Deshaun Watson had 18 yards, so on the ground, yeah, he shut him down. 40 total yards? Yeah. 39. 49. 49. Uh, so, again, Denzel Perryman comes back and, sure. hey, your run defense gets better. That's not a coincidence, right? I mean, we see what Denzel does in terms of being a tone setter and his ability to get people on the ground, uh, go tackle to tackle to make plays. Um, and I think he ended up with six tackles today. Um, so I thought that was big to have him healthy and in there. And hopefully he can stay there for a while. What a difference he makes, Eric. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. He's just, he's just a solid tackler. And then when you see guys like Denzel hit somebody – I think that's contagious, and it, mm-hmm. it creates other guys playing uh, in that fashion. So hopefully that's a sign of things to come in terms of the run defense because it, it does seem like it's stabilized a little bit since the opening game against the Colts. Haley, the injuries, it's going to happen Yeah. to all 32 NFL teams. seems like the Chargers maybe hit a little bit harder early in the year, and, and you're seeing some guys like Roger Teamer mm-hmm. and Brandon Faison uh, in that secondary. I think it's just going to take some time to further develop some chemistry with some of these new guys. You see all these guys who've been here for a long time, then you see some of these new guys that, that still have to kind of get integrated into what, what the Chargers are doing on defense. Yeah, and and hey, it's week three, and this team will grow, and teams come together and grow and develop as the year goes on. Mm-hmm. But you are right. I think 
obviously a lot of teams have been hit with injuries, but these Chargers, this Chargers team, you look, they've been hit with injuries to marquee guys. And then you get Adrian Phillips last week who's filling in for the guy who got hurt over summer. And then it's like, okay, well, now you're on your third guy basically trying to fill that spot. Yeah. So I think it is, you know, it's growing pains. It's working things out. It's, it's getting guys out there. Teamer hadn't played until today um, in a regular season game. So I think as the year goes on, maybe some of those guys too may come back depending on if they're able to heal. And I think at least the team can kind of gel as these weeks move forward. This AFC, we talked about it last week, uh, losing to the Lions. It's like, okay, it's an NFC team. This is a team that, who knows, they could be competing for a wild-card spot like mm-hmm. the Chargers. Um, it could come down to a tiebreaker. You beat the Colts week one, but you still have four more AFC games in a row, starting with Miami. I don't know. You, you've seen this team over the last several years. Uh, I think there's some leaders in this locker room that can help right the ship here starting in South Beach. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's still early in the season. Uh, one and two, you know, you feel like you should be 3-0 and if you're the Chargers, but you have 13 games still in front of you. Um, so there's a lot to be decided yet in terms of the division and, mm-hmm. and where this team's going to be, if it's going to be a playoff team or not. Uh, but it is up to, to leaders like Thomas Davis and, and Brandon Meebane and Phillip Rivers, uh, Mike Pouncey, to kind of rally the rest of the group together and get them focused uh, on, on Miami. Uh, again, you can't really overlook anybody in the NFL. Those guys are getting paid too. So if you don't show up, you could very well get beat again. So um, it's important that this practice, fundamentally, they're, they're really focused on those types of things and cleaning things up so they're not having the same issues for a, a third straight week. Phillip threw the ball 46 times today, 31 of 46, 318 yards. Yeah. But he was sacked five times. And I think, how many times was he sacked coming into this? I believe he was sacked five coming into this already. I think that's correct. So now so now 10 sacks. you got to protect 17. I think that's, yeah. that's of the utmost importance for this offense. That's true, but this is also kind of what we've seen in years past when they had injuries and Phillip would throw it 45 to 50 times, and I don't think that's ideal, and that's why Haley kind of talked about the balance. You'd like to see him throw it more like 25 to 30 times and be more efficient uh, and not have to throw it 45 times. Um, So they need to get back to kind of that blueprint and formula where they had success last year, which was creating balance and running it and Phillip throwing off of that. Uh, and, and, and being efficient and making chunk plays still in those 30 to 35 mm-hmm. attempts. One of the things, Haley, that I've noticed through the first three weeks with Austin Eckler and Justin Jackson, limited touches today on the ground, but still Austin 9 for 36 yards, 4 uh, yards a pop, 5.2 a pop for Justin Jackson, 5 for 26. Those guys get big chunks of yardage. So, you know, I guess it is a matter of maybe trying to stick with those guys, mm-hmm. getting that running game going that much more. Yeah, and I think that helps ultimately. I mean, when this team came out of halftime, the defense forced the Texans into a three and out. Yep. So that was good. They mm-hmm. started on a positive note. But you just kind of think if the offense maybe ran the ball, maybe controlled the clock a little bit with a lead at different times throughout that second half, maybe things would be different in the end. Just kind of maintaining, again, that little bit of balance because they have been running well and they have been doing really good things. Mm-hmm. It's tough. It's tough for this Chargers team because there's a lot of expectations, and I think the expectation was was trying to come out to a hot start. Um, we talked about starting one and two last year, Eric, but again, that was the Rams and the Chiefs, and then the Chargers started to roll. So maybe this is the week where this mm-hmm. kind of sets the tone for the rest of the season. You get back to 500, 
and then Coach Lynn breaks this thing up into quarters. Yep. You get the first quarter over with two and two, probably not happy with two and two based on how the thing kind of shook out, but you can kind of move forward. Yeah, it, it is important that you're able to get that win in Miami so you can get back to 500. And like you said, for that first quarter, be two and two. And then now you got to look towards uh, Denver uh, here. Um, and then I forget who's after that. It's Denver and it's Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's right. Yeah. Without Roethlisberger. Yeah. So two home games, and then I believe you go on the road, uh, Tennessee and Chicago. Yes. Uh, yeah. To finish out that second quarter. But, you know, you don't want to look too far ahead. You want to make sure that uh, you're really focused on that Miami game and that you, you win a game that you're supposed to win. Um, so you're not kind of kicking yourself because you lose another game. Yeah. Speaking of kicking, Michael Badgley missed a third straight game. So if, if they can get him back. Get Ty Long back to what he's supposed to do. I was surprised he didn't play, weren't, weren't you? I was a little surprised. Yeah. I think based on Friday, I was a little bit surprised that he didn't play. Seemed encouraging and, 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 and everything that Lynn said on the Friday press for that, he was going to play. So when they downgraded him to doubtful on Saturday, that was a little surprising. But, you know, I think Ty Long, um, you know, redeemed himself today. Yeah. Uh, wasn't an issue and, you know, made the kicks that he was supposed to make. Punted pretty well for the most part. So, I mean, that wasn't really an issue in terms of whether they won or lost today. Any closing thoughts, guys? It's tough when they lose. It's tough when they lose. The money down needs to get better. Yeah. Third down overall was not good today, both on offense and defense. Texans offense, 6 for 10 on third down, and then Chargers offense, 5 of 15. So winning third down is huge on both sides of the ball. I just think for me it's early. Uh, if you're a Charger fan, and you know, go ahead and, and drink some tequila, <laughs> you know, or whatever you're doing after the game to kind of – you know, calm your nerves down. 16-game season, guys. It's a long yeah. season. That's the September. And really the most important thing is that this team is playing well at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. So if they do go in the postseason, they have all their, their guys healthy and, and they're ready to go. Um, but it is, again, concerning the way that they've lost some of these games. But, again, it's early. They can certainly recover from this. No doubt. And I think just playing four quarters. you got to play four quarters. We talked about that second-half stat, outscored 45-16 in the second half. This team has come out rolling against Indy. They came out rolling today. They were up on the Lions early mm-hmm. on the road. So if they could just sustain that. you yep. just got to be able to sustain that for four quarters. And sometimes when you have new players and it's a new season – 12-4 last year is not going to carry over. Right. You have to learn how to win again as a team, a new team in yep. 2019, right? Yeah. yeah, a different formation, a different group of guys. And, again, I think they're still kind of figuring out who are going to be those playmakers, those guys that make the plays in crucial situations to get them over the hump uh, in 2019. Well, Eric, I heard from fans, and it's really not fair that since you've come on this podcast, the Chargers are 0-2. <laughs> oh, no. And I don't think it's fair at all. I, I think it's it's uncalled for, frankly. Um, hey, so hopefully the numbers you, are the numbers. The right? numbers are the numbers. Yeah, this is in my game stats. Eric Williams 0-2 when he comes on the final drive presented by Mercury Insurance. But we'll see you next week. Chargers fans, hang in there. They're 1-2 on to Miami. We'll see you next time.